Today is going to be very tremendous Let the beat ride in the background for a little bit Yeah, today is going to be tremendous, man You know, um, all my Facebook fans out there That's watching us live stream Lady J is not in the building today She's actually a little sick um, I think she's pregnant But who am I to say all of that? You know what I mean? I'm going to just keep that to myself But I think she's pregnant though I just think she's hiding from everybody um, which is cool. I mean, she can hide whatever she want to hide. It's her body. But, ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the building. You know who this is. It's your boy, Randy Chu. Uh, Mr. Chu on that. Mr. Step on Your Toes. Mr. Uh, if you don't like me, you better get used to me. Um, and, of course, I have my other co-host with me, the one and only auntie, the men's advocate herself. How you doing there? Awesome, awesome. How are you guys doing? Doing good, doing good. And uh, the special guest that we have on the show for about 40, 45 minutes. Um, man, this woman is, is, is oh my gosh, she's going to bring a perspective on the show that's tremendous. Um, but before I bring her on, I want to have a little conversation with Auntie for a little bit. Oh man, Auntie. Yes, sir. Um, how's everything going with you? I'm loving life. Can't complain. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. Um, Lady J usually would do current events, uh, but since she's not here, I'm gonna bring up one that I want. I want to get your input on. Listen, if you're watching by Facebook, the number to dial in is five six three nine 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 three zero nine eight. That's five six three nine 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 three zero nine eight. Or you can just chat me. I'm right here doing my thing right now um and i'm gonna give all the the topics and all that that we're gonna be talking about in just a moment but lady j brung uh was texting me and she brung up something interesting she said that joe budden joe bidden's son is dating his dead brother's woman Ooh. Uh, yeah, that, uh, I mean, uh, what do we... That's a double ooh because the guy is dead. Yeah, 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 that's it, true. It would all 
he was still alive and it's your brother girlfriend, but that's a double oo. It's a double oo. Yeah. I mean, but he's dead though. Wait. I mean ain't like ain't like he can hurt his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if she wants to. I guess she's going for it. Yeah, I mean she's I don't know what's wrong with her. Is she Yeah. Well, she she's going after the same DNA, you know. The oh, brother's yeah. dead now, but you know the <laughs> Oh, snap. At least you have the same DNA. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you crazy. Oh my goodness. Listen. Um today's topic I'm starting a three-part series inspired by the movie Collateral Beauty, but I'm totally giving a different twist to it. Totally different twist. Collateral Beauty, Death, Time, and Love. But today's show, we're going to talk about time. And what is time? And, you know, I have a special guest on the show. Um, goes by Sasha Talks. And, oh my gosh, I just... Sasha, are you, are you here? I just want you to explain to the audience who you are and what you do, because if I say it, they're not going to believe me, so they got to hear from you. <laughs> Good morning, Randy, and good morning, Auntie. Thank you for having me on the show. So I am Sasha Lego, and I work on Sasha Talks, and my work focuses on self-development, spiritual development, and professional. And for anyone listening out there saying, how could you be doing all three, because they're a little bit interdependent, but also in their own respective fields. It's just that these talents I started developing at different phases of my life. So I started out with academic coaching during my teenage years to earn money and through word of mouth referral, I continued growing and then it grew into professional development and spirituality was always a part of me, but it was until about almost a decade ago when I asked myself, how do I, why do I keep on making certain decisions, expecting different outcomes? What is within me, but I'm not applying myself? Or am I leaving a part of me dormant that should be integrated in my business life, that should be integrated in my social life, personal life, and that was spirituality. So that is where I started doing spiritual counseling, helping other people. And I've always had the gift to help others, just not as effectively helping myself. So I've reached a point where I have started being good to myself and in the process learning with my clients. Nice, nice. Now where can now where can people find your latest work at real quick before we jump into the topic? Sure. They could go to SashaTalks.com and there are tabs for the media, the public speaking I do, and also guests that come on the Sasha Talks platform. Nice, nice. Oh man, are y'all ready for today's topic? Let's get started. <laughs> Auntie, you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, good. Can can you hear everybody nice and good? No, I can't hear either two of you when you're talking. Uh-oh. Can you hear me now? I can hear you, but when Sasha was talking, I didn't hear her. Sasha, talk to me. I could hear you. Hold oh, on. but I can't, can't, can't hear it. She can't. Okay, hold on. Hold on. This is the rawest show in the world. <laughs> <laughs> hold up. We got to get it to where Auntie can hear Sasha. 
Okay, Sasha, try it one more time. Can you both hear me? I can hear you. Auntie. I can't hear it. In fact, it's kind of going in and out. It's cutting in and out. I don't know if maybe she wants to hang up and try again. All right, hold on. I'm going to call you, Auntie. Hold on one second. All right, let me call Auntie and see what is going on with her side of the deal. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the most rawest and realest and uncut show you will ever find in on internet. Uh, let me see. Okay, anyway. So what are some of the latest things you've done, uh, let's say the past two, three months, uh, Sasha, while we, while we get an auntie back on the line? Um, my work has been focusing on, um, I came out with the book Crashing Karma that focuses on professional and self-development. So I give out tips to those that are seeking new job prospects, new career prospects of how to go about it, but taking the power back into your hands, not leaving it in the hands of your next boss, your next employer. And if you happen to be an entrepreneur, it will be at some given moment in time that you're still going to be networking and hiring talent to help you, whether it's to build your website, or to help you out with marketing, but how do you go about uh, filtering the right people to network with? So I'm teaching people how to manifest the right hello, opportunities hello. for them, working with the skills that they already have. Right, so they're right. not going to go out and reinvent the wheel. I Can do encourage people to learn new things, but sometimes they always think that if I have more in my life or if I had that degree or if I had that type of certification, I'm going to earn more money. But work with the value that you already have. Because sometimes people aren't happy with what they have, so what makes something that when they're given more, it's going to change your life around because you have to be happy with what you have in order to see the value and the blessing and new things coming into your life. So I encourage people not to fear change, but it's a natural reaction to be a little bit fearful or anxious. So it talks about a few aspects of life, not just how to go out and find the right job for yourself. Okay. So what do you say to somebody who is like totally um, lazy <laughs> I come across those individuals and that is why the screening process for me to work with them is high because there are people who will have they will throw pity parties for themselves poor me, I can't find a job and that's where I have to help them redirect and make them focus and if they, you could give people all of the tools out there you could give, even if money is not an issue for them if they really are not ready, they're not going to make those changes in their lives. So whether they want to change jobs, because I think of how many people I know that complain about their existing jobs, or I want to sell my business, or I want to move, or I want a new relationship, but they're not walking outside the door to even make that happen. And before oh, wow. they even take that action, it's not only about intention, because think about how many people are planning and talking about it, and they feel that the talking about it is the action. That is just the seed needs to be planted and you need to water it every day so the tree grows or the plant grows towards the sun, not just whacked left and right and they think they're going to get to their destination. So now and then my job does entail having those awkward and difficult conversations, but it comes with the territory. 
So I am not everyone's cup of tea, but then what about those that are not employable because they will not admit or learn from the lessons where they got fired? Mm. Oh, Auntie, are you back? Please tell me you're back. I am back. Can you hear everybody? I can hear everybody now. Yes, good. Oh, dear. Now I have an echo. Uh-oh. Should I hang up and try again? No, nah, you sound perfect on my end, and all the fans, I'm getting text messages and everything. They say they can hear everything perfectly fine, so I think the echo might just be on your end. Uh-huh. Yeah, cool. wonder why that would be, because the Skype is off. Cool. All right. So, uh, speaking of awkward conversations that Sasha just was talking about, <laughs> I have a very awkward conversation for us today. Man, so we all heard about the people in power, right? We all hear about the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, or whatever you want to call them, the Illuminati, the people in power, the New World Order, the elite, the one percenters, whatever you, title, position, whatever you want to give them. Um, when it comes to time, first, 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 before I even get into that, ladies, can y'all tell me what you think the definition of time is? Let's just start right there for a moment. Oh, that's a good one. Go ahead, ladies. No, I will talk. Oh, uh, well, I can't hear Auntie <laughs> speak, so I, I didn't want to talk over her. Oh, okay. Auntie, go ahead. Do your thing. Oh, now... Well, you know, time is just a made-up concept. Somebody just decided to invent a clock, and, you know, it's, it's made up. But, you know, from our point of view, oh, sorry about that. Speaking of time, right? Speaking of time, do you hear <laughs> the <go>. time? <laughs> as, the, as the timer goes off. As the timer time. goes off, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Gosh, that's a hard one to define. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, I think you have me stumped a little bit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It, it, is taking, it is taking a moment and dividing it into certain sections, and I guess the best, the best way to do it is to do it according to the revolution of the sun. So there's 12 hours, roughly in most parts of the world, 12 hours of daylight, 12 hours of uh, nighttime, and then they divided it into, you know, more sections, so you have 24 full hours. I guess that's how they came up with the concept of time. Right, right. Um, wow, but what, is it, what does it mean to us individually? You know, an old college professor says, you know, you have as much time as you make up your mind to have a certain amount of time. So if I tell you the project is due in two weeks, you're going to take two weeks to finish it. If I tell you the project is due in two months, you're going to take two months to finish it. So it's all kind of a figment of our imagination. Wow. So, you know, do we want to hustle and get it done in two weeks, or do we want to be lazy? We'll probably wait till the last week to start on the project, right? So, yeah, it's, it's kind of a interesting con concept, very fluid, and it's kind of what the person makes it out to be. Sasha? Yes, I did not hear what she said, not even a word. So, oh. should I just c continue from what oh I think God, what time is? 
Hold on. I think we should all hang up and reboot and try again because we can't not hear each other. Oh, no. All right, hold on one second. Dreaming about a deal at the age of 13. I was feeding for the meals, I ain't talking burger king. Some of my niggas in the field, all they did was surfing. Girls, I had skills all day rehearsing. The pretty boys had them girls spend their time flirting. All they wanted was some waves like they could surfing. Hold up now, don't get it twisted, I ain't hating, do your thing. I was like a young Simba, couldn't wait to be the king. Now is the prince. Hopped over the fence with a grass, wait greener. Look at Shawty ass, wait meaner. Something like Serena mixed with Trina, have you seen her? She fine enough to be Miss Howard, word to Adina. My money like a senior, watch it graduate. Now it's time to eat, I'm letting all my niggas grab a plate. Gravitate. Hi, Randy. Yeah, hold on one second. I think I got it. 
Oh, boy. I hate technology sometimes. Anyway, I think I got it. So, Auntie DT, she's gonna, she's about to uh, join us. Uh, uh, Sasha's about to join us uh, in like another 30, 45 seconds. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And um, I believe we have Sasha and Auntie on the line now. Yes. I'm here, I'm here. Can y'all hear, hear each me, other? Sasha? I can hear her now. Wow. Yes. Yay. Yay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So I was I was saying that, that time is a man-made concept. It's a figment of our imagination. And I think way back in the day, thousands of years ago, they invented time to go along with the movement of the sun. So you had 12, in most parts of the world, you had 12 hours of sunlight, you had 12 hours of nighttime, and then they decided to take that pie and slide it into 24 different hours, and then many, many years later, they decided to slice the pie again and divide it further into minutes and seconds. <clears throat> but like our old professor used to tell us is that time takes as much space as the person needs. So if the professor says the project is done in two weeks, then you're going to finish it in two weeks. If the professor says the project is done in two months, then you're going to take two months. So it's all, it's very, it's a very fluid concept. And if the person wants to be lazy, I'm sure they'll wait. The student will wait until the last minute to the last week to like finish the project, right? So it's kind of in your mind how much time you think you have. Um, so that's my take on it. Wow. Wow. Sasha? I just want to say that Auntie made a good point about the perception of time, and I was going to allude to how historically it started out because of the sun and the moon, and for those who used to do, who would work in the fields and farming, and to this day there are still people who follow uh, their calendars dictated by the moon cycle. But time is also as the order of events that occur. Now it's very, the practical aspect of time. People are fixated with what hour they have to be, where they're going, who they're going to be with, when am I going to get married, when will I have that baby, and the whole long list of questions that happens, and people talk to me with the word when, and I cringe, because I've given a few talks in the, regarding this time exists in the spiritual realm, and if we happen to be spiritual beings living in a, a practical existence, we have to go through life lessons and certain events have to pass in our path in order for us to graduate to the next event in our life. So there's no set time where you're going to get married until you're ready to get married or when you're ready to have a child. Events will dictate it and, you ha and we all are accountable for our actions. Sometimes we think we're ready and we prematurely make a decision. Let's say, I'm not ready to get married. I jump the gun, get married, and go through hardships and learn through that lesson. I may con choose to continue that marriage, or I may outgrow that relationship and move on. So, wow, wow, it's a very fluid concept. And in in the practical world, especially with business and stuff, people talk about time in such a definitive manner. Because if you gave people all the time to get their work done, some of them would never come back and let you know that they're working on it. So in order, in a way, to control people, 
time is a concept that makes us cater to time than time catering to us at moment. Now, now I've heard. Okay, so 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 the men's advocate auntie DT herself says that time is a is uh, an illusion, imagination. It's something that we made up. You're saying along the lines of time is something that we use to uh, keep things going in life. But then, like, you hear sayings like, you reap what you sow. And uh, I actually saw, Sasha, in your, uh, in your Cash and Karma book, you actually have that as one of the slogans, you uh, reap what you sow. Um, does that mean that time is a force then? Because if if it take if if it's the only thing that that that's the difference between sowing and reaping is time then is it time that forces things into action is time actually a force i well they, you brought up an interesting point because i didn't really allude to time in the book because a lot of people want to know when will things happen and i always tell them that to a degree you can control the pace at which you move and you take action. You can't control other people. We can't control other seasons. Some harvests are going to be good. Some harvests, no matter how much work you put in, it's, it may not be meant to be, so you'll just have to work with what you're given. And that's where people have to understand needs and wants. What do you need today? Because needs don't typically change over a long period of time. We all need air, water, basic needs and to keep a roof over our head, put food on the table. Wants are going to evolve. So those are the main questions that I break down in the book for people to decide. How are you going to make time your ally? Because a lot of people at times when they come to me, they talk about time in the form of it's their enemy. Things are not happening, happening faster. And putting time aside, we're dealing, as long as we're working and interacting with people outside of us, we cannot control other people's actions. How soon are they going to call us back? How soon are they going to make that decision? We, and that's where we give people deadlines, allegedly. Or what about people who give their partner ultimatums in relationships? Is that because too much time has passed and nothing has come out of it, or because so? Can we say that time has being met? Can we say that time? Can we say that time is a force? Because it seems like um, everything is dependent upon time does it force our hands as mortals of hum as human beings does it force us into acting or not acting dt speak to me i think time is a force because you might say oh you know i'm going to get my education i'm going to start my career and guess what i don't really want to have a baby until age 50. well you can say that all the time but there's an optimal time for everything just like the farmer, you know, I mean, there's an optimal time for planting those seeds. Maybe it's early spring. So, yeah, he can kill himself and start, you know, pulling the snow away and, you know, plant the seeds during, you know, the snowy season, but he's not going to produce any crops. So I think it is a force. There are optimal times, both on a personal level and, you know, on, on a global level with other things as well and if you don't do it within that optimal time you're not going to get the best results if any result at all wow so <laughs> both of y'all now I'm going to read the scientist 
the scientific definition of time and this is very 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 controversial oh my gosh it says time is not a force time is a dimension it is a component or parameter in which we describe forces you can have time without any forces but you cannot have forces without time wow that's deep that's deep wow so are the, have the science are the scientists overthinking are they not being realistic because just because they're scientists and they come up with these definitions doesn't mean that they're actually correct uh because remember the scientists used to think the world was flat <laughs> so <laughs> um but at the same time i agree I, with that last part i agree with the last part that you cannot have a force without the time yes i disagree that it is it is not a force itself it wow. has to be it has to be yeah because otherwise it otherwise you know then women would have children when they're 50 or whatever but the likelihood of that happening is you know one in a million maybe or even worse so i think i think there is a force component to it so if spirit is is spirit is eternal if spirit <laughs> is immortal if spirit cannot be contained within material in the material world then how is it that we can call ourselves spiritual beings but yet we are so entrapped in time well we're entrapped I mean, we're entrapped in time because we we make ourselves a slave to time rather than using time in our favor Ooh. we we become we come be, we become the victims of time, but it doesn't have, have to be that way because it's all a false, phony perception anyway. So you might as well make time your friend. Wow. Sasha, any thoughts to that? And it, I agree with her because I often am telling people, learn how to make time your ally, not your enemy. Because especially with spiritual experiences, and it doesn't mean that people are in order to be spiritual you have to engage in certain types of activities and you meditate and you do yoga and you're spiritual in terms of for us to come onto this earth and learn our own karmic life lessons and some people might take an entire lifetime to learn how to be good to people and it cannot be contained and by the age of 20 you're going to know how to treat people right and then the rest of your life you're going to live that lesson paying it forward and then I had one guest who made a good point that some people are put on earth and they're given X amount of time, which may be just perception of time to go about learning their lessons, and maybe they're not meant to learn their lesson in this lifetime. So what happens to them? Sooner or later they expire and transition. And then the other, on the tangent would be, what happens to us once we pass on? Does time end for our soul or does our soul just take another dimension where we still live on, but we're not here in the human body. Wow. You know, I'm going to honestly say that I think that time is a dimension. And ladies, let me explain why I say that. When you look at the sky and you see a shooting star, a falling star, we're actually watching something that's already happened in the past. Because, remember, the universe, outer space, whatever you want to call it, it's 
years and years away from us. The universe is expanding. It's called they call it the dark energy is what's expanding the universe. And so if the universe is expanding based upon time and when stars case in point, um when stars shoot across our sky they've already shot in the universe we're just watching it happen in the present even though it's already happened in the past and to me i think that's the uniqueness of what we call time and i think it is a dimension because i'm gonna say this we have this thing in america called daylight saving where we say okay set your time clock forward set it backwards but we're still in 24 hours. Nothing's really changed. Only thing we did was position ourselves to be out in the sun less or more. <laughs> but at this, but at the same, uh, in the same time frame, it's still there. There's still 24 hours. There's nothing different. We didn't lose an hour. We didn't gain an hour. So time is time is a dimension, in my opinion, that is created so that we can understand our finite existence. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Cool, cool. So time is just, uh, it, it uh, puts things in context. Yeah, it does. Because, I mean, think about it. Age ain't nothing but a number. Um, and But I do agree with, with what you said, uh, both of you said, that time is actually a force. And I'm gonna explain why. So I think it's a force in a dimension. I'm I'm agreeing with both of that. And I'm not saying that because I don't want to choose sides. I'm saying that because that's what my honest opinion is. I really think it it time forces you to make decisions or to deal with things in life that you may not necessarily want. Example, um, I've heard now you know here's the controversial part and the funny part of me. I've heard that when you get a certain age as a man, your thing can't get up. And you need a little assistance to get erect. Now, I don't know about no other man, but if I had the ability to stop time, <laughs> you know, so, so let's get that fund going. Yeah, let's. You know, all this, we spending billions of dollars on stupid stuff. Can we spend some money on trying to find out how we can stop time from from messing with our bodies? Like seriously, like. But you know, how? Okay, so since time is something that we created to help explain our existence, time is a force that we can't really control. How does one master time management? Sasha, talk to me. Well, I I don't speak for my own experience. I remember that. I can barely hear you. Sasha, I can barely hear you. I can hear you a bit. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Good. Okay. Well, since childhood, we've been trained that we spent X amount of years in school. We all have idea of, okay, by this age, by these many birthdays that I've celebrated, I'm going to be out of high school, and that's those who go to college. Your parts of your life path are in blocks of time. Like, for example, college for most people are in four years blocks of time. So everything's dictated by the hour or years. And by that, we're mentally trained 
that at a certain point in time, we have to be at a certain place, meeting certain people, doing certain things. And we're just catering to society's expectation of us. And everybody's concept of time management is different because I know some people who show up fashionably late to commitments and Ooh. they don't flinch at all. They don't view it as a sign of disrespect. And I think some of it is a little bit cultural because I work with people on a global level. And I know that in our country, time management is such a, a thing that is we're rewarded for it. It says if you're not big on time management, you're falling behind in life. And that's not necessarily true, but in some professions, it's very heavily, um, highly regarded because how are you going to get through the day if you don't keep pace at the order of events that need to be taken care of right now? So let me ask. Let me yeah, there, ask. Was a, there, oh. there was a quote from, from Meryl Streep. I can't think of the name of the movie, the, the Vogue editor movie, and her quote was, if you're on time, you're late. If you're early, you're on time. Wow. So, yes, there are some cultures, there are some businesses that they want you to show up 5 to 15 minutes early because that's what they consider on time to be. So I think with regard to your question, Randy, on time management, I think where we get into trouble is we assume that it takes X amount of time to do something, but really it takes more time. So if, if I say, Randy, let's meet for coffee tomorrow morning, and I'm thinking in my head it takes me 15 minutes to get there, but in reality I should have allotted 20 minutes or 25 minutes to get there because there might have been some fire trucks in the way, there might have been an accident, there might have been rain, like all kinds of things might have prevented me from getting there on time. So I think we misread and miscalculate how much time things actually take. And to get a handle on time management, you really have to time these events out. Um, make a, a, a list or a spreadsheet or whatever with all the activities in the day, and then I would pad it a little bit, like add 10%, you know, or 15% more to that time, just so you're not running late wow and it's a really cool feeling it's, it's kind of like when you get a handle on what time management is it's kind of like having a, a great FICO score um, <laughs> you know it, it, just gives you, it just gives you peace of mind that okay I, I came to the event I wasn't all stressed out guess what I have like four minutes to spare whatever it just puts you in a relaxed mood Rather than running, 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 and you're, you know, you're cutting people off on the freeway, and you're honking your horn, and by the time you get to the event, you're all like stressed out, and oh shoot, I forgot to bring uh, this paper with me, I forgot to bring that, you know, flat, you know, that whatever it was you're supposed to bring, uh, you know, it's like you don't want to be in that situation where you're all worn out before you even get started to the event. Wow, now. I'm going to we're going to take a quick commercial break when I come back I am going to continue the controversy and I'm going to continue it in a very 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 oh my god way <sighs> time what is it have we really dealt with 
the force of time and how it really dictates our life. Are we just scratching the surface of it all? We're going to find out when we come back as we take this quick commercial break. Be right back. Y'all ain't like my singing? Oh my gosh, y'all should have loved my singing. I'm, I'm a beast on the microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Randy Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chu on that. We are back. Um, we're having a very uh, good conversation about time on our on our series, Collateral Beauty. Um, we had a few hiccups earlier today on the show, the audio. I don't know what was going on, but we good now. Um, Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we, we everybody everybody's good now. Um, I know that um, I had Miss Sasha on the show to give her perspective on time, and because of the hiccups earlier, it kind of took away the time that I had her uh, for her to be a guest on the show. So, Miss Sasha, real quick, before you go, give us uh, spill out your information again and give us your last thoughts about time, time management, 
time as a force and then after that me and auntie will continue because we have a few callers that's calling in so we'll we'll continue the conversation sure uh, well people are welcome to drop by stashatalks.com and all of my information and media is available there and my concluding thoughts on time because I have to run to another commitment is I for those who feel pressured they have to get through certain achievements or milestones by a certain age, I don't want them to put so much pressure on themselves because look at it this way. For everything that you've been through, the good and the challenging uh, events in your life, have you learned a lesson from it? And if you have learned a lesson, embrace it. Find peace within it so the energy flows and welcomes you to the next chapter of your life because I feel a lot of people put so much pressure that by a certain age or by a certain time frame whether it's a month or a year they have to hit those marks and I was just going to reference that I love it here's what the catcher introduction alluded to Rockefellers in the top one percent and I thought you were going to say when you came back from the commercial break that when the world ends we're going to be told that time never existed in the first place and the joke was on us that we're all running a rat race going to where that's very possible they try to rewrite the rule that's one of their main key points in life that they do the globalists oh my gosh uh, I, I think I, <laughs> I think that they have totally destroyed and I know Sasha you, you uh gotta go so whenever you're you're finished just hang up. But I, I think I think that the, the I think that the globalists, the elitists, the people in power, I think that they have um rewritten how we value time. See if you look at history, there was time enough for family to be built, there was time enough for family to be strong, there was time enough for family to um to pretty much be healthy now you can work it was it was a time where you could work 40 hours a week and that'll be enough money to sustain your house take care of your family spend time with your kids all of that now 40 hours a week is just like paying your bills but it's not it's nothing to give you substance for life and i think that's because the elitists want to control all the forces of nature all the forces of the universe they want complete control of it and I think that's just greedy of them but at the same time are we really allowing them that opportunity are we not fighting back I mean what's going on we we aren't fighting back and it's you know on their end the reason why they're doing it is for power and control wow easier to control all little sheep following you know, following that herd, that's what they want because right. it's easier, easier to control us. It's easier to corral us. But you know what? You're right. It's our fault. Why are we putting up with it? Wow. So, you know, I guess the answer is, you know, enlightenment. We got to open, open people's eyes and say, hey, it doesn't have to be this way. And we need to join forces to fight the evil forces that are very dominant in our society today. So, do we have enough time <laughs> to actually fight them? I mean, if you think about it, okay, let, let's just be real, Auntie. 
you're a white lady. I'm a black. I'm a black man. Yeah. Time has shown that our uh, interactions should be the way that the people in power want it anyway. Should be hostile towards each other. We should look at each other as enemies because of mm -hmm. the, the way that the people in power have dictated history, things that have happened in history. Now, with that being said, how do we, or should, let me say it like this, can we restore things that were lost in time by using time to restore them while we're still living in time? In other words, can me and you build a bridge that others can follow? And do you even think that they're going to follow that bridge if we built it? What do you think? I think, I think absolutely we can revisit it because, you know, for centuries, uh, you know, the, the voyagers kept saying that, okay, the world is flat, the world is flat. So somebody at some point in time had to prove them wrong. So I think we have to go back in time to where some of these programs and events occurred and say, look, this is a sham. It really isn't this way. And from that moment forward, you can sort of rewrite time. So, for example, the globalists invented Black Lives Matter. The globalists invented the NAACP. The globalists invented so many of, of these things in order to cause poor race relations. Because, once again, if they create a, a, a climate of chaos, then the masses are easier to control. So if we go back in time to when these events occurred to say, okay, this is a sham. This is their figment of their imagination. It is absolutely not true. And we put the spotlight on them to show the world that it is not true. Then from that moment forward, you can rewrite time. I remember there was this, um, I remember there was this guy um, used to work for the CIA and I actually had him um, on my documentary Inventors of Evil um, I'm working on part two as we, as, as we speak but uh, Inventors of Evil uh, in that documentary uh, Aaron Russo was his name and he was talking about how he met with uh, one of the uh, Rothschilds and one of the Rockefellers um, and he was saying how they were explaining the history uh, they were explaining how they use good actions and good movements to manipulate what goes on in history example like uh, the whole women's liberation the women's lib they use that energy to tax the entire population because at one point they could only just tax the men but now that you have women in the workforce and workplace they can tax they can get more tax money because it's more people working and that energy destroys the home because um instead of just saying look we're going to treat the women right they funded the whole movement to not to resolve the issue but to make it more hostile for example like you said DT there is a there is a white billionaire who funded the black lives matter movement and a lot of people don't even realize that and what was his motive behind 
funding that. You see what I'm saying? Like, we got to check people's pedigree and motives when it comes to what they're doing with money. Because one thing that 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 time does, it, it mm. allows everything to decay. Everything has to die eventually. And money can't buy can't 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 buy time for you at all. And so what they're doing is if we can dictate the pace of history, we can continue our our master plan through our offsprings. That's what their that's what their motive is. And I feel like they have us as the population really going around thinking like I don't have enough time in a day. I don't have enough time in a day. I need more time. I don't have time to do this. I'm busy. Busy, 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 but you're broke. And I'm like, you know, they they just I want to be able to come up with a game plan that can take back the world from their hands. But the problem is we are thousands of years behind. Do you agree with me on that? We're thousand, we're we're at least I a, do. a thousand years behind. I do I do agree and I think this past election was a great eye opener that finally somebody had the guts to call out fake news. Right, right. I mean right. it's just really crazy that the globalists are only twenty people. We have seven <laughs> billion people on earth and why why are they in control? Like I don't get it. It's like the rest of us are just sheep. <laughs> you know. But I mean, we have, you know, there is power in numbers, and we have to take the control back. Yes, I agree. I agree. And, um, you know, I've I've always been labeled a conspiracy theorist, um, whatever you know people want to call me. Um, but a lot of the, I'll say this: ninety-eight percent of the things that I have spoken on has actually happened and um you know it, it, it's it's getting to the point where I feel like where I felt like I was wasting time by constantly trying to awaken people who clearly didn't want to be awakened and so I got exhausted I got tired I got frustrated <laughs> a little down in the dumps and I just was like you know what why don't you just all just get slaughtered just leave me alone and you know and yeah I just I don't I don't they have us programmed on the clock like oh my god like robots like literally um yeah we don't have no great minds speaking out like Krishna Murti was speaking out in the 70s um, who I mean that that philosopher he inspired people like Bruce Lee. I mean the list goes on and on and on. We don't have philosophers like that that challenges your thinking. Now we have television to waste time. We don't read books. We watch television. We are on our cell phones. We are uh, hanging out with people that we're comfortable with. We don't have no social skills to meet new people. And if it is, it's because we're partying or drinking or whatever. It's like we're totally like lost in the sauce. And I don't think we have enough time, Linda, to 
really make impact the way that we want to. Isn't it fascinating to both of us how closed-minded the average person is? Yeah. I'm not I'm not asking the person to accept anything. You know, they they need to just be open to hearing a different point of view. And if you don't like it, then as a, on a personal level, challenge it or do more research on it because a lot of these paradigms need to be broken because they're just flat out wrong. But they don't want to do the research. You know, they don't want to do the research. They, I know. Everyone's lazy, it seems. <laughs> it's like, you know, the TV and the social media has made everybody lazy to where they have so little time that and that's part of their mission by the way part of the globalist mission is to rob you of your time um, anyway they, they feel like they have so little time as it is that here I'll just pop open a Bud Light and kick my feet up and I don't want to deal with anything you know you know how powerful <laughs> I'm, you know I'm glad this conversation is, is happening I'm really loving this you know it's so it's so crazy because even as enlightened as I have become over the years, I found myself for the past my la the last time I had to chew on that show, I ended in 2015. It's now 2017. This is the second show. I'm still a little rusty. I'm getting the rust off. Um, and but I took a break because I was getting harassed. I'm going to I'm just going to throw it out there. I was getting harassed. I was I mean, you had police feeling like they was following me. Um, I had people knocking on my door saying they were private investigators looking for somebody else and on bag on well and nobody else at this address but me and my family. If your last name ain't Curtis, you not there. Um <laughs> um I've had them come and look at a car that I didn't drive. I look, I have a car that I didn't drive since 2014. 2015. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2015. I'm sorry. 2015. It's been sitting for like 2 years. How in the world do you have FBI and local police looking at the car saying it was identified um in a pickup in in a in a picture line it was identified because someone said that this specific <laughs> car hit them and ran away. Like, wow. yeah, like that kind of harassment been going on, um, you know. So that's freaky. I took I took a well, you know, I used to work for the Beast, so I understand some things that a lot of regular citizens don't or civilians don't get to understand or see. Plus, I have friends who were very high up, and we had conversations. And then on my documentary, I had an ex-CIA agent and an ex-NSA agent named Stephen Kelly uh, helping me do the documentary. And he has a campaign called Occupy the Getty, and he was exposing underneath the Getty's uh, museum thing that they have human trafficking and a whole bunch of other stuff underneath there. Um, um, and so, I mean, and I mean, this wasn't like opinions, wasn't like this is what I think is going on. We were like dropping facts. Like you can go to the National Archives yourself as a citizen and get these documents. Like this is not made up. And so I understood that me being black, me being a part of uh, being 
being looked at as a black leader in the community because I did a lot of community work also. I did a lot of uh, lectures and, and speeches with people like Dr. Umar Johnson and things like that. Like, I did a lot. I had my hands in a lot. So I understood why I was, quote-unquote, under surveillance. But if you were doing those things, DT, if you were doing those things, they wouldn't even bother you. You wouldn't be a threat to them until you stand up and have a bunch of black people behind your back. You know, does that make sense? Like, you can do things that I can't do without certain consequences. And one of the things is you can grab the attention of the people faster, not just because you're white, but because you're a woman. Like, the world... All of a sudden, like, the energy of women have just grown to the point where... Right, it's pro-women right now. Yeah, it's like super pro-women. And I'm I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm not saying anything's wrong with it. Um, I think women should be treated with respect and and equally in certain areas. Um, because a man is not equal to a woman and a woman's not equal to a man. That's just the way I view things. So there's certain things that a woman can do better than a man that I dang sure don't want to be equal to. Like, you know, <laughs> just flat out. And um yeah. but you know, it's 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 crazy how they have it seems like they mastered time in a sense to where they know when certain events are going to happen before they happen or they dictate them and plan them out. And then they have people so stupid where even when the evidence is in their face, they still like, that's not true. Case in point, 9-11. <laughs> Look at 9-11. You cannot tell yeah. me that that airplane made that building collapse the way that it did. But you have all these people right. that still blaming Bin Laden for that. And it's like, come on, man, wake up. Wake up. Oh, my goodness. You know, it's so crazy. It's it's just so entirely crazy. I mean, it's you know they they do a really really good job at brainwashing. I mean, there's no other way to explain it. I wow. mean, people just don't want to do the work. They're lazy. They they have enough problems of their own. Their day is already you know on overload, and they just want to come home and unplug and not worry about any of this. And if the world blows up, then then okay, whatever. I, I mean, that's the attitude of the average person today. They don't want to hear it. Wow. So should we should we waste our time on people like that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like... I think we should gently waste our time. I mean, not in your face kind of thing, but it there needs to be a groundswell. It needs to be like a slow rumble, you know, those slow rumbles that eventually uh, turn into an earthquake. You know, it's making a little register on the Richter scale, and then you get a certain amount of them, a certain frequency, uh, at a certain duration, and sure enough, they can predict a future earthquake with those rumbles. So I think we need to come from a place of rumble, because if you're in somebody's face, they just flat out don't believe it and they don't care. So I guess the 1% who will listen to you 
it's worth it to get the message out to those people. And I agree with you. I, I, you know, to be harassed over a car that's parked for two years, that's crazy. Like, how do they even know about these things, really? Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. have to think once or twice. I, I do agree I get away with more because I'm a woman, because I'm white. I agree there. But, you know, it's not to say I have carte blanche to say whatever I want to say. I have to watch my words, too. True, true. I agree. I agree. It's, it's, it's a very... It's a very eerie feeling, and, you know, the technology today is so amazing that they, from outer space, from a satellite, they can see where you are on a dime, you know? <laughs> I mean, the, the precision of what you're doing, who you're talking to, um, et cetera, et cetera, they have that all dialed in, and they're registering it in all their computers and whatever, and if you step out of line, you know, you're a target. Wow. Very scary. It's, uh, you know, but some kind of way, you know, I've been thinking about this subject for 30 years now. Some kind of way we've got to turn these guys over. We've we got to. There's only 20 of them. You know, it's, it, you know, I don't know if we need to take them out Osama bin Laden style or send them to Mars <laughs> or, or, you know, get them out of here. I, I don't know what the answer is. Right, right, but right. But this whole money, money, power, and greed, it's got to come to an end, really. I mean, they have so much money. It's like, how much more money can you add to that coffer, really? Right, you, right. You couldn't use it in your lifetime. You couldn't even use all that money in your grandkids' lifetime, really? Stop it already. Wow. Listen. But they just like that control. They like that force. Listen, when we I'm gonna take another my last quick commercial break. When we come back, I have more questions that's gonna continue this dialogue about time, the people in power, their corruption. Wanna say thank you. This episode two on that is sponsored by Red Bull. Drink responsibly, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, we'll be right back after this quick commercial break. But that's the whole tragic point, my friends. What would I do if I could suddenly feel and to know once again?
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It's your boy Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu on that. I'm here. Um, today's show uh, brought to you by Red Bull. Red Bull, son, drink responsibly. Um, we're here talking about uh, the people in power, how they corrupted time in our in our uh, three-part series called Collateral Beauty. Today we're talking about what is time. We kind of went over that. Now we're talking about have the people in power corrupted our value, views, and time itself. Um, I'm here with my co-host, the men's advocate herself. I call her auntie. Uh, DT, say hi to the people real quick. Hey, hey. And um, my other co-host, Lady J, is sick. Um, I think she's pregnant. I've said that before, but I'm just going to keep my opinions (laughs) to myself. You know, shout out to Lady J, man. You know what I mean? If you're pregnant, just tell me. It's okay. You know, I understand. You know, life happens. You know, babies come and go. Get it while you still have time, girl. Because I'm telling you, once you get a certain... Oh, feel better, Lady J. You know what, Lady... You know what, Lady J? I hope you're listening right now. I hope you get to watch this this show right now. Let me tell you something, Lady J. My feelings is extremely hurt. So if you are pregnant, Lady J, don't ask me to change that baby's diaper ever. That's going to be my payback for you not being on the show today. Yes, that felt good getting off my chest. I'm lying, Lady J. You know I'm gonna change diaper. Anyway, you know I had some. I had a few people calling in, but I didn't take them because we were we were in uh, a very good conversation. Sometimes conversation needs to happen. Um, you know, as the show is picking up, I'm getting the rust off my shoulders. So by next show, I should be back to the old Mr. Chew on that. Um, but I really, I really liked the conversation that me and uh, auntie are having because it's thought provoking it's eye opening and it's challenging and it's something that to be honest auntie I I really didn't want to um, get back into when I came back to radio but it's been kind of like haunting me like I can't shut my voice um, from speaking out against the evils that I see and, and know that's in the world so um yeah, but back. Is that, is that what made you stay away for two years? Yes, honestly, yes. That's that's what made me stay away, because I saw so much evil. I think I, I think it was depressing me. And I'm not a I'm not a type I'm not the type of person that just that goes through depression, and shut myself in a room and oh my god and you know this the end of the world kind of thing. But I really I thought it was physically, mentally, draining and depressing me. And I and I was getting angry. Like I would wake up. First of all, my wife is a white lady. Let me just put that out there. And I'm very pro black. Let me put that out there too. Um <laughs> and it's not because I was mad at black women that I dated that I messed with a white girl. No. You love who you love and I love my wife and that's why I married her. Anyway, moving on. If you don't like it, oh well, don't listen to my show. Anyway, moving on. Um you know, I, I it, it was getting to the point where I would wake up, like things would happen, like an unarmed black guy would get shot, and you know, my wife has never been 
it's very few white people that I've met that I can honestly say I don't think has any kind of racism in them. We all prejudge people, but when I say racism, I mean like, yeah, like that, like it's there and no, my, you know, and I've had tough conversations with my wife and, um, because she doesn't, she didn't, she doesn't understand what it's like to be black because she's not black. So she was asking questions and she was giving, um, you know, her comment on things and we had healthy dialogue and debates um, and but I found myself getting heated and upset and angry not at her and not even at the conversation but the fact that the conversation had to happen like I, that's how the, that's how it was destroying my um, that's how much it was destroying my mind like I saw so much that my regular interactions with people I'm like you're stupid why are you not seeing this you don't get this like I had a private screening for my documentary Inventors of Evil and literally like the audience was sitting there like this can't be true yeah right so I'm like okay and then soon as Hillary and Trump started going at it for the, the get elected and stuff and things was happening everyone was like oh my goodness I can't believe this you said this was going to happen and blah 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 and I'm like it's too late now you should have listened two years ago like but uh, yeah but to, to answer your question auntie that's why um, it was it was just too much it was it was too much for me to handle at that moment and I didn't have people around me that I could have that I could just steam off of you know what I'm saying and um, that's, I get it that's what really was bothering me um, yeah, but I have a question that I want to bring up about time. Um, that I I think it's a myth, and I want to talk about it. And it's a saying that people have, and they said that time heals all things. I disagree with that statement, but what do you think oh. about it, Auntie? I don't. I don't agree either. Good. It really has nothing to do with time. <laughs> it has to do with your action. Yeah, yeah. I think I think action heals all wounds. Um, just because you're going to let, you know, a year go by or five years go by or whatever the common sentiment is, that's not going to cure anything. You have to actively take a look at what happened and address it or with the other person or the other event or whatever, or maybe sometimes you have to go inward and you know, change your philosophy or your outlook. You know, is the glass half empty with this subject or is it half full? There has to be some sort of action that goes along with it because otherwise, if you just say it's just time only, really you're in denial. You're just sweeping it under the carpet and not dealing with it. Well, that's not dealing with it. Guess wow. what? You know, you come visit it again five years from now. It's still there. It's still under the carpet. Right, right. So no, time does not does not heal all wounds. Action heals the wounds. Ooh, I like that. And you know, sometimes you're not. No, go ahead. Go sometimes ahead. you're not ready to face it. Sometimes you do need a little bit of space and time to like step back. Like, whoa, what was my part in this? Why did it all go so bad? You know, and then next time around, if the same kind of situation occurs, 
can I change my behavior and how I react to the situation? For those for those of you that are just chiming in, um, this is the host, Mr. Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu on that, and my co-host, uh, the men's advocate, aka Auntie, also known as DT, Miss Linda. Just wanted to get that out there because we have some people that's watching and chiming in, and um, I want them to know who you are and who I am doing this conversation. Now, you know what, um, Auntie, I agree uh, with what you just said, and I'm gonna tell you why. Pain Is an indication That there's an attachment And it's an indication That something's wrong For example If you punch a wall You feel pain in your hand Why? Because something is going on In your hand that is wrong So pain is just an indicator Mm -hmm. The more that you're attached To something or someone the more uh, pain you're going to feel and time is not going to heal that specific pain because time does not do anything to the attachment it's your actions like you said it's the actions that deal with the attachment but can time make attachments grow stronger think about it if time is something that we say doesn't heal all things, then why do we in the same breath say that we should spend time together to get to know each other? If time doesn't do anything, it's all upon our actions. Yeah, as to why the thing, you know, grows and gets worse. I think a lot to do a lot to do in that area is because of our negative thoughts. You know, the more you throw negative thoughts on it, <laughs> it's going to seem like the situation is you know continuing to get worse. Wow. Oh. So again, it's 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 a it's an attitude. Auntie, it's you an have an attitude. You have to I'm sorry, Auntie, you have You have um... to make a you have a fan that wants to ask you a question. They asked it on Facebook. Can I read it to you real quick, please? Sure. Okay. Sure. They, they, they're making a comment about what you said, and they said, don't your actions happen in time? So wouldn't that still be time controlling things uh, or giving time indirect credit? No. Ooh. Explain. Go deeper. No, flat out no, because, you know, why? It's because whatever actions happened along the way, they might not be relevant to address the issue. Wow. You have to have an action that's relevant to the issue to get over it. (laughs) That's deep. I'll I'll give you um, an example. I had a coaching client, and it had been 10 years since he got a divorce. And he says to me, Linda, I just cannot get over this woman. I can. I gave her my blood, my sweat, my tears. I honored her. I cherished her. I, you know, stood behind her. You know, he did everything in his mind right, but unfortunately she did him wrong. This wasn't meant to be. And he goes, I keep racking my brain trying to figure out like, why did she leave? Like, I don't get it, you know? And it had been 10 years. He had gone to previous 
you know, therapists and this and that and the other, and the big question is he couldn't solve the question. And so, in answer to your Facebook uh, poster there, no, if you don't have the correct action, it's not going to solve anything, meaning the guy's heart was still broken after all this time. So I asked him one question, and that unraveled the whole thing. He was over it from that one question. So you have to be, you have to zero in, you have to laser focus, and if you can't do it, get someone, you know, a mentor or, or a friend or someone that you look up to or a therapist or whatever it is. You, once you have that targeted approach and you're focused and zeroed in on what is the correct path line right there, then you'll get it solved. So let me say this. If time is something um, that is a figment of our imagination, or as Einstein said in his theory, that is an illusion. If that's true, then why do a lot of people break up because they feel like their significant other didn't spend enough quote unquote time with them? <laughs> That's a good one. We've all been in that position, right? We can all relate, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's because the two, it's either because the two of you have a different sense of time, but more importantly than that, I really don't think it relates to time. It relates to how you think you should be treated. And if the other person isn't hitting that mark, you're just not going to feel it. Wow. That's why you always hear these guys who, you know, they spent five years in a boyfriend-girlfriend situation. The guy never wanted to get married. You know, uh, you know, it's fine, honey, just the way it is. Why mess up a good thing? And, you know, all the all lines that you hear, right? And so finally they break up. She gives them an ultimatum. He's not stepping up to the plate to get married, so they break up, right? Guess uh -huh. what? Two months later, he married somebody else. It's because the five-year relationship girl, for whatever reason, it wasn't enough. Wow. It wasn't enough. So it had nothing to do with time. He was, you know, off marrying somebody else just two months later. He proposed to the new one because he knew that this is the right person. Wow. So, so, so the force of time has nothing to do with our level of dependency in a relationship no. wow no it's 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 an illusion it's an absolute illusion and actually if you want to find out what those markers are my book mastering women which uh the listeners listeners and viewers can get on amazon ebook and also paperback precisely goes into what are the four factors that turn a man on, how do you win a man over, and what are the four factors that turn a woman on, and how do you win them over. And it's my contention that it can take as little as 90 days to make this happen. You don't need five years. You either have those four factors or you don't. You're, you're either doing these four factors with your woman or you don't. And I tell men, don't listen to what she says. If she's not exhibiting these four factors, she's not your girl. Uh-oh. Well, wait. Well, wait a minute, Auntie. Kicks. 
But wait a minute, Auntie. Okay, yes. Now controversy is about to definitely take another step. If okay. how can you say that it takes ninety days if time is just an illusion? Is it because is the ninety days there because our finite minds are just programmed to look at things in a timely manner? No. Okay. Actually, I, in order to come up with these answers, I stripped back the research all the way back to 10,000 years ago because I wanted to find out what, how did the caveman solve these problems. Wow. And so part of the research is from that, and what I it has nothing to do with time. It has to do with biology. Woo! Nice. And there is, there is a hormone that accumulates in the male body called oxytocin. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. It accumulates at a much faster pace for women. Women know in five to 15 minutes. Men know in three months. It's just the nature of how this hormone works in our body. So wow. for men, it's slower. You know, it's for a guy. You know, he's gotta take care of you. If you become pregnant, he's gotta take care of the kids. Like, how am I gonna afford this? I mean, there's more at risk for the guy. Um, so. Oh my God! Say that again. You know, it's more at what? I'm sorry. Say <laughs> say that one more time. Um, there's it, more. There's more risk for the who? There's more risk for the guy because it's not just you and me. He's got to worry about. Okay, well, some women once they get pregnant, they might be bedridden. You know, they might, the doctor might say it's a high-risk pregnancy. You know, the last three months, you've got to sit in bed and not move, you know. Okay, so he's got to worry about financially and emotionally, how is he going to take care of her during this time? And then even after the baby comes, you know, some women experience postpartum depression or maybe physically they're not ready. Maybe they had a C-section. They're not ready to go back to work or whatever. So there's a lot more on the guy's shoulder because most good men worry about, am I going to protect and I'm not going to provide, okay? Women don't have these concerns. Wow. But the guy inherently does. It's just part of his genetic makeup to be, you know, there's, there's a reason why Mother Nature made men, in general, bigger, badder, stronger, faster than women is so they can protect and provide. Ooh. Okay. Oh, you so about to get a lot of feminist women hating you. A... <laughs> I know, but it's biology. This is how this works. So if the guy is continually moving along, moving along, and he has lots of women that he's dating, uh, when he has sex, now listen to this, this is a very important point, the testosterone is a canceling effect on oxytocin. Oxytocin is the bonding hormone, if you will. It bonds this woman to this man. Now, wow. the reason why it's faster acting for women is because women can only get pregnant one man at a time. Wow. And for men, men are not meant to be bonding. They're meant to have sex with this woman and you and your buddies are going hunting and whatever and you're moving on to the next village. You had sex last night over here but tomorrow or the next day because you're looking for food there's no more food left, there's no animals left in this area so you're going to keep going to the next village. 
well, hey, what? It's a brand new village, a new crop of girls. Hey, <laughs> isn't wow. this great? And you're going to bed the next woman over here. So men are built to be polygamous for that reason. So when you have sex with the new girl, the testosterone that is released in your system cancels the effect of oxytocin. That's why it takes men a lot longer. So if, if the guy makes a conscious decision that, hey, I really like this girl, I'm going to spend time, you know, this game is time, I'm going to spend time <laughs> with this girl. If you spend time with that same girl, continued time, then the oxytocin builds up instead of having a canceling effect, it actually builds up. And for the male body, it takes 90 days for that oxytocin to build to the point of, hmm, I really like this girl. I, I see a future with this girl. I think I'll stay around. Wow. So it's quality biology. time it's, bonds you know. us. And when we skeet off, it cuts away the bond. Yep. Wow. That you know a lot of people teach. Yeah, it's a, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean if they could bottle <laughs> this up, you know, and make a drug out of it and give it to women to where women have a canceling effect also. I mean, it would be worth billions and billions of dollars. I, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out one day. I don't know, maybe 10 wow. years from now or something like that. Because men want women to have more sex. Because really, initially, that's all guys, guys care about. So, you know, they, they go into a relationship and they say, you know, it's, I'm not really at the place in time right now. I really don't want a relationship. And the girl mouths back oh, yeah, that's fine with me, too. I just want to hang out and be friends or whatever, you know, just have some fun. But guess what? She can't do that. Biologically, she cannot do that. After two, three months of lying to herself that she's okay with just being friends, she catches feelings. Why is that? Because biologically speaking, her body has too much of an influx of that hormone oxytocin. Wow. So she could lie about it for a little while, but after about the three-month mark, eh -eh, ain't going to happen, and she wants to nail you down. She doesn't want you seeing other girls. And, I mean, you've all experienced this, right? I mean, yes, this is yes. what happens. So it doesn't matter what she says because, hey, the biology is taking over. So if they invented a drug that cancels out the oxytocin for women just like it cancels out the oxytocin from men naturally, you know, then we'd be, we'd be all having more sex. Wow. Oh but I guess gosh. the globalists don't want you to have more sex because that means more people, and one of their missions in life is to cut down the 7 billion people. They oh, think yeah. that's way too many. They the want to cut it down. population control is... You know, they is, want to cut it yeah. down to like three... Three billion or whatever, because they think seven billion is too many. You know, are they right? I don't know. You know, this is so crazy. You know, you made some interesting points, and listen for the audience, y'all need to go get that book because evidently, what you was taught by your mama and them has failed you. Get DT's book. 
Mastering Women on Amazon and you will succeed in life. Yep. And you will succeed. Guaranteed. Money back guaranteed. Money back guaranteed. I have men who write to me who are not readers and they get books and they said, all right, well, let me see if I can try this. They get the book and then they tell me that this is their new Bible because wow. everything and everything that you can think of with regard to an interaction uh, among women, it will solve and answer all those questions for you on how you can be effective and how you can be confident with women. And I get these guys, they write to me, they're like, you know, I'm on the fourth or fifth reading because they're with the yellow highlighter because there's so much information in here. You know, I might have missed it the last time I read it. So it's very gratifying that I'm helping a lot of people and your listeners should go get it and tell me what you think. But it yeah, goes into all of this. It goes into the, you know, a lot of what we do is biology because Mother Nature isn't stupid. Originally, back in the day, you know, there's only 2,000 people on Earth, and she had to make sure, Mother Nature had to make sure that you didn't all die out and go extinct, right? So right, a right. lot of these processes, processes happen because of biology for the continuance of the species. Wow. And, you know, <laughs> that goes right back to our topic again. The, the continuing of the species is based upon that which is taken from us which is time time yeah. will extinct us all one day and you know that's why I said it. I think it is a force as well as a dimension um, because I'm growing older my kids are growing older um I mean, the only person that's not growing older is Benjamin Button. And uh <laughs> and then um we got a Facebook question for you. If the female has more male okay. partners, does that cancel out her bond effect? Wow. No. It doesn't. Whoa. No. So that that I used to no. hear this saying a lot when I was growing up. My homeboys used to say it to me all the time in middle school and high school. You know if you get a virgin and if you hit it, you know that you can always go back and hit her anytime you want. I used to hear that all the time um, because the bond that was created would never go away. I, I and and if if I'm if I'm taking the philosophy of the men's advocate herself, then I would uh, I would agree that I don't have a bond to none of the past women I've dealt with. It's just kind of like. Whatever, like you know, I'm me, me, me being married. When I, me, me being in this, I don't have to even speak to my wife. Just knowing that she's in the same building as me, I'm okay. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like we can sit in the same mm -hmm. room. She can be watching Grey's Anatomy, and I can be on my computer, and I feel like we're spending time together. But for her and for women, it's like no, put the laptop away, put your arm around me, watch Grey's Anatomy with me. <laughs> and yeah. um you know and a lot of times even in marriage we do things because we don't want the woman to cut off the vaginal supply and um I like that word yeah. I like that phrase I think I would turn that into a shirt vaginal supply yeah I like it yeah I like that but um mm -hmm. 
Okay, let me say this. Oh, let me take, let me give the let me take the question after a footnote. Okay. The way you can delay this is go ahead and have multiple men. Let's say she's single, she's on the dating scene, and she's dating I don't know five guys at once. You can delay the oxytocin dump if you don't have sex. Wow. So if you have sex. That's when it triggers the body, bam, let's do an oxytocin dump. To where after a couple of months of that, you can't deny those feelings. You literally, quote, unquote, catch feelings. So, you know, when I was single, you know, I, I, I guess I was in demand. I don't know. And I was dating multiple guys. I didn't have sex with them. But, you know, it was no problem shifting gears from one guy to the other. But Auntie the minute was you out have there sex, pimping. Boy, that, that bonding effect goes into place. Auntie was out there pimping. <laughs> I had a date. I had a date Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday night, Sunday morning, and Sunday night. Five dates. Oh, my Lord. Most weeks. Most weeks. And I, I was having the time of my life. Oh, my well, I mean, you are out there in Hollywood, so I mean, <sighs> <laughs> yes. Um, does time destroy? Well, can time destroy the? Uh oh, the fa somebody on Facebook said you was breaking hearts and pockets. Oh my, yeah, she was definitely breaking hearts and pockets. <laughs> She definitely was breaking her heart. Listen, y'all need to see a picture of Auntie when she was younger. Oh my lord! Oh my lord! I swear, if I was in her time, I would not be with my wife right now. I would be with Auntie. She so you can tell I'm not lying with the five dates in a weekend, right? Yes, I'm not, I know you're not lying. I know you're not lying, babe. I'm just playing. Don't beat me up later on. That was just a joke. All right. I don't listen. Don't cut off my vaginal supply. I need mine. All right. Anyway, so <laughs> um, you know, man. We we had some interesting uh, talks on this show. For some reason, this show just kind of was like it, it was interesting. We went from racism. I know we went global, didn't we? We went from this point to all the way around the world and back. Right, right. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't. Dang, I guess that's what time do to you. You know, you just blowing through time. Um, I'm gonna say this though. I believe that we are trapped by time. I know we talked about this earlier, but I actually believe we are trapped by time. Yeah. I believe that the people in power have educated this society so much to where our minds cannot break past the thought of time. Think about that I for agree. a moment. Like we, we like, and it's, I think it's, I think it's intentional too. Right. Yes, I do too. I do it's too. It's intentional because they want to fry your brain so much 
that you really just don't want to do anything other than unplug. And 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 that's what the word television is to teleport their vision or to tell a vision. Like that's that's what it's there for. It's TV. It's to right. telepathically teleport their vision, their agenda into your mind to where you really believe everything that goes on on CNN. And it's like, wake up. Like, the CIA was working with Osama bin Laden and uh, Myanmar Gaddafi and Saddam Hussein, and then all of a sudden these guys are terrorists? Like, think about that for mm-hmm. a moment. Like, what what happened in between time, quote-unquote, that um, allowed these people to become enemies of America? And it's because they did not agree with the agenda that was going on. See, the agenda wants people like me and auntie to hate each other. They want us to not have conversation. They want us to fight and rage war against each other. They want us to not spend time, quote unquote, with each other. And while doing that, they're depopulating the earth. They're they're poisoning our food supply. They're poisoning our water. They're controlling and manipulating our time. Like, we really have people out here that really think that you gain an hour in daylight savings. Like, you got to be stupid to think that you gained or lost an hour when every day is 24 hours. And that's based upon a system that was created 3500 B.C. And it really got revamped globally with the Egyptians in 1300 B.C. So it's like, who is to say that it's really 24 hours? Can't we... What if we change the clock and say that it's 12 hours a day? You know, like, that's why I agree with you, Auntie, that time is something that we created. We manifested because time changes for everyone. For example, right now, it's 1146 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But at your time, it's what? 846? Yeah. But we're... There's no difference of what's going yeah, it on. Can com- <laughs> it can completely be revamped. Yeah. Because time is just a measurement. Just like the British system of measurement is inches, feet, and yards, and the European system of measurement is the metric system. Right. So which one's right, which one's wrong? Neither. They're they're both right. They're both accurate. It's just that this country said, let's do it this way. And then, you know, some of the British people came to America, so we adopted what they were doing. And the Europeans say, no, you know, the metric system is better. We're doing it that way. So can time be reapportioned? Can those 24 hours be reapportioned? Of course they can. So You know, I I don't know why someone hasn't done that, but it's, you know, it's kind of like the the beta tapes went out of style because there were two different systems you know is one better than the other not really for some reason or another you know one gained more popularity and that's the one that that took iphone and android why are there two systems (laughs) you know are they both right yeah so i'm surprised we don't have more than one (laughs) uh definition of time yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of shocked too. I mean, uh, well, you know, 
scientists they have the you know time's not a force it's a time is a dimension it's a component of a parameter in which we describe forces then there's another one that says time is a component a component quantity of various measurements used to sequence events to compare the duration of events or the intervals between them and to quantify rate of change of quantities in material reality so uh, you know you know one one scientist is saying it's a dimension it's real it's here the other one's saying oh it's just something that we use to sequence events and understand things so they seem confused and we seem like we're on a better path than they are um but what is the relationship between time and love because next week i'm going to talk about love right and um what is love and things like that but what is the relationship between time and love can time help love grow can time help love break away like or is that just an illusion in itself also like is love an actual emotion that is built up because of time or is it a figment of our imagination as well like these are these are conversations that we have to have because we have to challenge everything um intelligence comes when you question things you know when you're so used to being programmed to waking up going to work going to school going home wake up go to work go to school go home you don't challenge nothing because everything's just a routine you become stupid but mm -hmm. love is it based upon our hormones our feelings is it based upon time is it both is it not i mean these these are questions dt that a lot of people have that they are afraid to ask because they are in a relationship already you know they're afraid to ask a question what is love because they're supposed to be in love with somebody you know what i'm saying and um so can you speak on yeah. that for a little bit like what what is your definition of love and how do you think time plays a role in that if it does at all Well, like I was saying with the biology between men and women, I think time is on the side for men. Uh, usually, you know, they call it love at first sight, but I think for men it's really lust at first sight, that mm. they just don't develop those love type of feelings until that 90-day hormone jump with the oxytocin has happened. Then he can express love. Um, you know, and for women, it's, it's a lot faster, like we were talking about. But it's, it's an interesting uh, subject to review, and I can't wait for next week's show to, to dive into it further. I mean, for me, love is, you know, I can't wait to see you, and I can't imagine my life without you in it. I, I, I mean, you're, you're, I, I need you in my life just like I need my, my left arm, you know? So... That's what it is for me. Wow. And, see, and I, it could be the love it could be the love of a child, it could be the love of a romantic partner, it could be the love of music or whatever passion or hobby uh, that you experience. You know, it applies to a lot of different things, but for me my definition is I can't live without it. You know, it's like I don't want to wake up every day and not see the sun. Like, you know, I, 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 I 
I understand why Sweden has the highest suicide rate is because for many, many months in, during the winter months, they don't see the sun at all. And, you know, people kill themselves over it. They have to invent special light bulbs to pretend that it's like a natural light because you're indoors and you're not seeing the actual sun. So, I mean, I get it. There are certain things that I wouldn't want to forfeit. I have to have them in my life. You know, that's interesting. And I know I know we're going to talk about it next week, but just real quick. It's interesting you, you describe it that way because, you know, um, I'm... And I'm gonna I'm gonna add, I'm gonna save the, the the question discussion for next week. But I'm gonna say this: I didn't want to bring back my true on that show without you being on my show. Aw. And I say that I didn't know that. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> I'm serious. Like that, I reached out to you because something in me was like I need her on my show. I cannot have the true on that show. Without her being a co-host, not a guest, not popping in occasionally, I need her on my show. And I don't know if you can call that radio lust or radio love, but that's what it was. <laughs> like with Lady J, it's the same thing. I didn't want. I had plenty of people inboxing me from all over America, like, "Yo, let me be on your show. I definitely want to be on your show." Men, women, the whole night. But if for some reason I just yeah. was like I can't I don't want to bring it back without Lady J and I gotta have Auntie on the show like as a co host and I if like if you would have been like no I can't do it I can be a guest I would not have brought the show back. Like just being honest. Like look at that. And so but is that is that type of let's say radio love is that the same that's love is that the same chemical makeup as love towards my spouse I think it is oh and you know why yeah. I asked that cause, yeah go ahead go ahead according to my definition it's something that you don't want to live without so yes. if you had it made up in your mind before you made that call like Linda better be on my show, otherwise I might not do the show. Right, right. right. It's yes. something that you didn't want to live without. Yes. So that's kind of that's just my definition. Wow, and uh, I'm bringing that up because next week is I already have next week lined up. I already have everything I want to talk about next week lined up, um, and it's going mm -hmm. to be, whoo, yeah. And so I asked this question because I'm going to bring it back up next week because I'm going to pose a question and I want the audience to think on this for a whole week. Is it wrong for us, male and female, to love multiple people from the opposite sex? <laughs> now we're really going to get in trouble <laughs> <laughs> You see what I mean The controversy I told you Last week and this week I'm getting the rust off Next week Oh my gosh I'm telling you I'm back I'm back But that's what I'm going to I'm gonna, We're in it Yeah Man that's Ooh I, Listen I'm going to put a disclaimer out there We're not responsible for nobody's divorce <laughs> Um, Any breakups in the home Don't hit me Talking about 
Now you can come to us for advice and counseling. Um, uh, you can go to uh, Auntie, give them your website where they can get the counseling. Because some people are gonna hit you up. They are gonna need your word, your your expertise. So how can they find you when that moment happens? TheMensAdvocate.com forward slash coaching. TheMensAdvocate.com forward slash coaching. And people come to me, they've been having lifelong problems, or maybe they went to a therapist for three years, five years, some of them even 10 years over the same issue, and they can't seem to get it solved. And most of my clients, we solve their issue done in four sessions or less done because I, I know the right questions to ask. I know how to unravel things. Sometimes they come to me and they say my problem is X and sometimes it is X but you know it's up to me being the expert and the coach that sometimes it's not X at all. Sometimes it's over here. It's Y and it might be something that's out of your field of view that you just didn't ever look at before. Wow. So in any case it's very effective I'm not here to waste your time or your money. Let's get in, let's get out, and you can have this problem solved. Wow. I like that. I like that. You know, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Randy Chu, Mr. Chu on that, Kingdom Live Pro, Kingdom Live LLC. You can Google me, all that to find me. I'm working on a website. Um... And it's so sad that I have so many clients that I do websites for because I'm a web designer, but I don't have my own website up. Um, <laughs> um, working on a website. On the website, I will have Auntie's radio show, which is on Wednesdays. I will have her show on the website as well, so you can listen to her show. Um, and then on Thursdays, you can listen to my show, our show. Um, and then you can contact me on there. Um, I just want to say again, thank everyone for listening. Um, we had a little hiccup in the beginning of the show, but we got everything sorted out. Um, I think this show was very needed. It was necessary to kind of uh, break the rust off of me, to kind of bring up a, a topic of how we look at time. Is it valuable? Is it an illusion? Is it real? I think we still have a lot of questions in the air, but I think it's good that we leave them there so people can think. And um, you know, I I love the way this is going. And next week is going to be extremely controversial. Listen, spread the word out to everyone who's having hardships in their relationship. Everyone who thinks they have a good relationship, let them listen to the show. Chime in. Um, I will be accepting callers next week. I'm sorry for all those who were calling that I didn't uh click on because we were in this conversation that was very needed for the show, but. Again, 60 this seconds. is Mr. Randy Chu on that. Uh, my co-host, the men's advocate herself, a.k.a. Auntie. We'll see y'all next week. Thank y'all for listening. Deuces. They can, they, can, they can inbox me, too, if they want. If they really did have a burning question or comment, uh, the Men's Advocate Show on Facebook. That's the Men's Advocate Show on Facebook. They can listen to my uh, radio program Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, each and every Wednesday. And you can listen live or on demand, either from my new uh, mobile app, the Men's Advocate Show, when you Google that. Um, it should come up. 
and or go to the Facebook page and it'll show you all the links how to listen on computer and all the demand services on demand Ten services. seconds. Nice. Uh, uh, so you're on SoundCloud too, right? I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on TuneIn. Um, I'm on my station's website, KMET 1490 AM. So there's lots of ways. You can go to my website, the, the com. But anyway, the best place to find all, all the information is the Facebook fan page. Okay. Same name as, as my, my title, The Men Advocate Show, and it'll give you all the links, the mobile app links and the computer links and, you know, all the different places you can listen. Listen, everyone. And if you got that question that you didn't get in, just inbox me, you know, on Facebook. I'll, I'll be happy to answer it for you. Listen, go and download that mobile app. Let's blow that joint out the waters. Let's get that popping. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, DT, Mint Advocate herself. Thank you. And we will be back here, same time, same bat cave. Listen, go to the websites, download the mobile app, listen to both the shows Wednesdays, Thursdays. It's going to be amazing. We're just growing and growing and growing. We're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And um, the cop the topics are going to be more controversial as time goes on. Until next time, deuces.